You got a lot of something. Sass? Ass. Ooh, assy sass. <laughs> Sassy ass. ass. Uh, I don't know, whichever, <laughs> whatever's your fancy. I'm going to scoot over this way so you can get a little more. In there. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Override Podcast, a video game podcast that's recorded live on twitch.tv slash birdcage underscore gaming and facebook.com slash birdcage gaming. I'm one of your hosts, Gage Edwards, and uh, joining me, as always, is the best, worst gamer in all the video games. His name is Nine. You almost got it all right today. I know, and you know what? You almost got it all right. You stuttered. I was practicing in the car. (laughs) I'm not surprised. <laughs> I was even practicing over loud music to make myself like focus on the focus words. on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was. So I was I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give you a clap, clap for that. I know some days I come here. I'm like, what's up, everybody? And I like to do the NPR thing, but like, you know what? I think we need a little. We kick need to be up. loud and proud. We tonight. need to kick up the stuff. It's summer 2020. Everything's bad and shitty. <laughs> just say it's just, <laughs> just say it's summer. You don't have to tell them what year it is because it's terrible. I'm not convinced. Today's Monday. It could be any day of the week. It could be any day of the week. Normally, the Mondays are the days that feel bad. I think it's every day. It, it, right now, it's, it's every any day. day. Every day. And who knows? Tomorrow could be worse. <laughs> That's the way my week went last week. Every day got progressively worse mm-hmm. until I got to Sunday this week. Literally. <laughs> it was bad. Last week was bad. I'm sorry for that. But I still have an intro to finish. If you're joining us live, you can chat along with us and ask us questions about the topics we're talking about or the news or just any field any questions our way. And maybe we'll make time for you if we see that they're appropriate. Um, you're not stupid. Sometimes we ignore you because we're just too good. <laughs> uh, or you don't make sense in chat. I'm like, I'm not reading that. <laughs> That's the more likely. <laughs> That's more <story>. likely <laughs> what's happening. Um, if you're not into the whole live show thing, we get it. That's fine. We know not everyone has time on a Monday night. Typically... You reserve this time to play video games or something. Watch, or go to bed. Or go to bed. And hope tomorrow is anything better than what today was. Um, uh, you can get the show live later on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, all these fancy places where you get podcasts. We are available. You can get this. And you know what? Welcome to the first episode of the Band Overwrite Podcast. I forgot to <laughs> yeah. mention that in the, the uh, intro. Well, technically last week was the first episode that was banned. So this is the second episode. They tried to keep us out. They tried to keep us out of your podcast we just, feeds. Mm, they tried forced to our way us, back in. They tried to keep us off our own website. <laughs> they, they, they did it. We got hit with the spam hammer. We were known as spam for a good three hours. Maybe three hours. Yeah, there were three hours of spam in a late episode because of not not because of us for once. No. Not because of us. Not because of me. Not it wasn't my fault this time. It, we, interwebs. We, we were deemed spam. <laughs> <laughs> the band podcast. That makes me so here. happy. Uh, Nine, how you doing? I'm okay. Doing okay. I'm glad we're here. I was gonna ask you how your progress on old uh, Last, Last of Us is going, going but you saw when I got here. When you I got saw here. that nothing's changed, and you know you got a good bit to go. I know, and you understand. Ghost is Friday. Uh huh. I know. Uh huh. I know. <laughs> I've already got my copy paid off. I'm waiting for me. I am very excited. Did you ever find out about consoles? Mm. No, no, yeah. As okay. soon as I know, you'll know. I figured it And then like. shortly later, we'll talk about it on this podcast. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So Ghost is coming out Friday. I'm picking that up. I will probably not have The Last of Us finished you, by then. Will you start it before you finish The Last of Us? No. Okay. That's the promise I made to myself. I have to finish The Last of Us. Because, <laughs> see, I broke that promise when Last of Us came out. Uh-huh. I said I had to finish Final Fantasy VII before Last of Us came and out. And you're the worst kind of person for it. I am the worst kind of person for it. Mm-hmm. Um... So I, I bought Last of Us, and I was like, you know what? I'm streaming that, and then I'll pl- go back to Final Fantasy VII. I've gone back to Final Fantasy VII one time since then. Nine. We're going to... And it's now these, a month. I want to do a best of the first half of the year 2020 episode for Game of the Year so far, but I can't because you can't finish these fucking games. So you <laughs> I haven't even finished Doom. Yeah, you can't make it... You can, but you can't say, like, it was good because of this. You're only halfway through two of those titles and doom i don't know where the fuck you're through on i'm pretty far in doom okay uh doom, I, you're close i thought doom you can finish relatively I, quickly I'm, too. I'm, I'm stuck on like chapter 13 in doom or something like that okay yeah you're pretty close because i i've got the sword now mm-hmm. and i'm working on like recharging the sword and i'm stuck on one of the fights to do that because it's a nasty fight it's a nasty fight nasty nasty fight nasty fight nasty doom boys 
Doomy, doomy boy. Um, and then somehow Final Fantasy VII and Last of Us, and then Ghost in there. I was trying to have it done so like we could end the year conversation with Last of Us and then start the next year conversation with Ghosts. And now we're in a position where that can't happen. I'm on vacation in two weeks. Okay. Maybe after that two weeks, we will reassess this topic and we will have a... Give me two weeks. I, I My plan in that two weeks is to finish Final Fantasy VII and Last of Us and either Ghosts or Doom Eternal. I haven't decided where I'm at on that yet. I really want to finish Doom Eternal. Okay. Just because it's such a fun game and I really want to finish it. You're relatively close to the end of it, too. But, yeah, there's only like 16, 17 chapters something or something like that. like that. But I'm about halfway through Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. And I'm nowhere near the end of Last of Us. I'm gonna Last of Us, you're about 40% through. Okay, so I'm coming up on the halfway mark. Yeah. I'm hitting that climax. Yep. <sighs> climax. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about some actual interesting things instead of your gaming life. <laughs> it doesn't exist. It's non-existent. It's I'm Monday. on a gaming show and I don't play games. <laughs> it's Monday nights right now. Monday nights. <laughs> um, let's see. Let's get into our first topic then. Let's do it. Do we have a theme song for that? No. We, we don't, don't have a theme we song for that. that right. We should. I mean, should we? No. Nah, it's, it's just extra work for you that I... Yeah. Unless unless I can get like a real podcasting board. Where you just we can hit just the button. Hit the button and, and have a drop. And, and you can talk over it and go. I'm going to quickly run through the some of the Devolver announcements that I thought were worth talking about. This might be all of them, actually, because uh, it was a relatively small portion announcement, uh, real talky kind of um, show they put on. Did You, you didn't watch any Devolver digital, did you? Conference. No, I didn't even know it was this weekend. It was on Saturday, and it was fantastic. I'm at the point right now, and I've seen a lot of people say this, like, oh, they got they need to change it up and do something different. They've been doing the same thing for like three, four years now. I'm like, no, I love this. I love this like super meta kind of we're talking to gamers saying insulting things, but they're actually hard truths, and we want people to realize that. But also, here's video games. I'm really liking that a lot. So I keep, hope they keep that up. And, and I think uh, the actress who plays Neil Struthers is fucking fantastic. Get her more work. I like work. To recap, <laughs> Shadow Warrior 3 was announced. Saw never, that. I, I did never, see that. I saw the trailer for that. I've never played any of the Shadow Warrior games. This had nothing on me. They're interesting. Really? Yeah. I always see them on like game shelves and I'm like, I don't know what that's about. I just it's not no what you would what think. When you first pick it up, it's not exactly what you would think. When I saw the trailer for the third one, I didn't expect it to be in that style of game. Oh, where yeah. it's actually a fully fresh out 3D game. I was like, this has got to be like a 16 bit. Yeah. Like The Messenger or something. But no, no. it's a full game. Um, Carry On is coming July 23rd. That is the game where you play as the monster and you terrorize the yeah. uh, building. And I've heard of it. Uh, that's coming to Game Pass also on July 23rd. Dope. So I'll play it there. I'll play it. Fall Guys is coming August 4th. Yes. Fall Guys is coming August 4th. Fall Guys. And I have some interesting information for you that I have to share after the podcast. Okay. There's also a beta test on Wednesday that you can't even participate in. Yes! Yeah, it's at noon. Uh, um, awesome. Uh, another game, I hate my life. Uh, another game all called... Allegia. Allegia, that's it. Uh, I that, thought you had mistyped it at first and thought it was Ouija, and then I, I searched that, and I was like, nope, he spelled it right. Yeah, I spelled it right. Actually, the website I worked for, I spelled it wrong when I first put it up. They put it, because uh, the O uh, in the graphic looks like a... There's a ghost. Uh, the O in the graphic that looks like a C, they put it up as Kleja. And I was like, that's not right. That's not right. That's not right. But everyone in Twitch chat thought I was like, wait, isn't it? It's Ouija. It's Ouija. It's Ouija. Right? It's got to be that. <laughs> no, it's Olija. Um, So that's out now. It's on Switch and PC, I think. And that uh, was a, like an 8-bit game that didn't look interesting to yeah, me Yeah. It, it, is that it there? Yeah. Yeah. It looks like a Terraria-type side-scrolling resource. I don't know. Yeah, it definitely didn't seem like anything that caught my eye. And most of the things that Devolver puts out don't catch my eye. But so, but the, this line of the games I'm more intrigued with. I, th- I would say if I'm interested in three Devolver games at their conferences, that's pretty good for me. That's pretty good. Because other than that, if they had that sign weird like, hey, we're an, we're an indie game. We have to be weird and crazy and blah, blah, they're, blah. They're also the weirdest publisher. Right. By far. They, I mean, they're the, they're the adult swim of video game publishing. Right. Other than adult swim games. They're like Adult Swim meets MTV in the 80s. Weird. Mm, I don't know. I think that was more... I don't think that was as weird as what we were, get, we're getting now. Ren and Stimpy? Yeah, but even then, I don't think that's as weird as what Devolver... Devolver is like, we're weird, but we have a message hidden <laughs> in this weirdness somewhere. They're weird. But it reminds me of like 
it does remind me of too many cooks on Adult Swim and the uh, commercial of a what's it a real footage of a bear. Have you ever seen that one? No, that's my favorite one. So it starts I'll, off. I'll have to look it up. I'm gonna explain it, and it's just yeah. I'll explain why you have to see it too. It starts off as a bear in a stream, and he's like looking for fish and stuff, and it's like now for a commercial break, and it goes to a commercial where a woman talks. Yeah, I know. It's supposed to, it presents itself as like a three minute video, but it's twenty minutes. <laughs> it goes into this this woman doing a commercial for like let's say like Cialis or something stupid like yeah. that. I don't know. So she's like, and now I take this medicine and everything's fine. And it, and then like the commercial keeps going on and it's like, okay, this commercial is okay. Is it going to end? Is it going to end? And it keeps going. They start reading off like the side effects and it's just like uh, hysteria and uh, he, uh, hallucinations and depression and crazy rage fits and things like that. And then like the commercial keeps going and it keeps going and eventually like that voice drowns out and a woman's driving a van and she passes a house on fire and like a demon man running outside of it <laughs> and she's like hell? that's weird and then she that's <laughs> weird she looks down the street and she sees herself and it becomes like this whole like weird doppelganger craziness kind of like the witness um uh, did, did you ever watch love death and robots no on that oh man you got to there's a lot of really good stuff in that i'll check it out the witness that's what you're talking about but anyway Check out, it's like called like real footage of a bear. I'll send you a link. I'll find it. Man, it's cool and funny. Uh, <laughs> it's like that perfect like 3 a.m. weirdness. You're like, am I really watching this yeah, right now? Yeah, yeah. That's the Volver to me. Um, I can see that. Also, they talked about Serious Sam 4, which is coming in 2021. And I'm pretty sure I've played this game a long time ago. You played the original one. The original Serious Sam 4. I think I played Serious Sam 4 in VR. At E3 ones. They did Serious Sam 3 in VR. Because mm. what they showed on screen looked a lot like... I mean, to be fair, a lot of the Serious Sam games look Serious the same. Serious Sam's yeah. all look the same. Maybe it was 3. But I remember I remember it, it was Serious Sam and it was new. And it, I don't know if that game ever came out. Unless it remember. became Serious Sam 4. But basically they're like, yeah, you put on the VR helmet. Here's a big mini gun. Hold this trigger down and shoot the things you see on the screen. I was like... Okay. <laughs> That's pretty much all Serious Sam's so, ever been. You got two big guns. You mm-hmm. get the cannonball gun. I never cared for Serious Sam. I played it. Yeah. It was fun. That's not my thing. It, it, it filled in for Duke Nukem at a time where Duke Nukem was very, very lax. Yeah, but you get like the Duke Nukem games. You get Doom. You get Wolfenstein. You get Serious Sam. A lot of them feel, they all feel like the same fucking game. Especially Doom and Wolfenstein. Right. They, it's all like, oh, well, Doom did it really well. Let's just make more of those. And other companies were like, let's just copy that. But let's change enough so they don't think we copied it. Yeah. So your homework's over there. My homework's over here. You got number six wrong. I'll get six and seven wrong to make sure that we're yeah, yeah, yeah. being cheaters here. And then we're going to put Hitler in ours. and then <laughs> and Hitler and Nazis in ours. Yeah. And then, so it's a whole different thing. Which, I mean, they're just demons anyway, right? Yeah. They're just are still living. Whoa, is that con- is that canon where if you, the people you kill in Wolfenstein become the demons in Doom? That'd be cool. Isn't that pretty sweet? That, that I just would be pretty that? cool. Huh. So I'm going to do some research. I'm going to report it. <laughs> that would be dope. Um, and then the last thing they announced, which I thought was the coolest thing anyone's ever done. And it's not, it's it's new, but it's not like anything. It's not a new concept. There's no <laughs> substance to it, but it's this two-month project that Devolver put together, and it's called the Devolverland Expo. Yeah. Have you seen any of it yet? No. I know you texted me asking what it was. because I, I, I saw it on the notes for today's podcast, and I, was, and I just was like, what the fuck is Devolverland? So I had I have played through it. You're basically, you start the game, and you're dropped off during the nighttime in front of the LA Convention Center where E3 is yeah. on all the time. And it's is it like, 3D, or is it like Pixel? Oh, it's, it's, 3D? A, it's a full uh, first-person shooter. It's a first-person shooter? <laughs> <laughs> what? I love this so much. So, <laughs> yeah, pull, pull up a video or something. So, I'm or, just going to pull up Steam and, yeah, and download it right now. It's only like three gigs or something like that. Um, so basically, you're dropped in front of the LA Convention Center, and you're 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 walking around, you're giving you know, missions. Basically, it's like, all right, get in the convention center. You're like, all right, how am I going to do that? And then you find you have to open the door. The door opens, and then when you get inside, it's the LA Convention Center. So where so like you and I have been there plenty of times. So we can say like, oh, yeah, a booth's supposed to be there, and this is the entrance. Oh, those are the stairs. Oh, that's the empty. south hall. It's empty. There's no one in it. And it, that is the best part of it because it's a convention where no one's there but me. So I'm already into it. Um, <laughs> but then it's like, all right, you got to find Somebody's a-, a little self-centered. Yeah. But then it's like, all right, you got to get in the doors. And the doors that you have to get into to check your badge, you have to actually have a badge for it. So you have to go find someone's badge that they left oh behind. God, so you have great. to go find a badge. So this is like after E3 or before E3? When or it what, takes what? place. Yeah. It takes place during what an E3 is. 
but it's like I guess during off hours or closed or maybe it's got set up and closed down because of COVID or something. There's no gotcha. like story. Behind There's no story. Got it. But once you get into like the West Hall and the South Hall, because they have both, um, oh, but you have to like traverse them in different ways. There's not traditional. It's not that long hallway. Like right, 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 right. Uh, there's booths set up and there's an NVIDIA booth as soon as you get in there. Um, there's, of course, all the booths are Devolver themed. So like there's a Fall Guys booth. There's a, a Shadow Warrior booth. There's yeah, a it's booth. a marketing thing for them. Yeah. But so, and when you get in there, they have stations where you see the demos. You can't play them, which I was like, that would be a game inside a game. That's what I want to play. Yeah. Um, I want to play your demos. And then um, it shows like the trailers that they showed up during the conference. And so you sit there and you see the tra- you see the trailer and it plays it for you. And you're like, okay. And you exit out and then you get a little achievement. And it says like, you know, that's part of your extra experience. Yeah. But they also hide little collectibles. There's 12 collectibles in it. And when you pick one up, it says unannounced game, one of four collectibles obtained. And I was like, are they about to announce three games in this weird demo game? Are these the three games you're excited about? No, because yeah. I collected all the pieces for two of them except for and i didn't get all of the third one but nothing ever happened nothing ever unlocked maybe you gotta get all four maybe or all three i was trying to read threads and stuff and someone was like hey i got all of them but nothing was announced and so after you beat the boss you start over basically so i was like is there not really because that would be that's that's how what they should have done because hell of a way to announce because when they they, when they present it in uh you hitting stuff again when they present it in the devolver direct they're like we're doing marketing in this new way. We're giving you a video game that is marketing and you get yeah. to market yourself the video games you want to see in marketing in video games. And it's just like this whole like layer on layer on layer yeah, of yeah, marketing. Yeah, 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 gotcha. Um, but I was like, oh, that, I really wish they would have announced. And maybe the, maybe there it isn't there. Maybe we just, people haven't just found it yet. But like it's it's a project that Devolver threw together in two months and I think it's pretty impressive for two months. I saw people have some issues with it. Like, oh, it chugs really hard. I didn't have any problems with um, the game. Yeah, well, you're also running a new setup. I guess that's true. <laughs> like, you're, there is you're running a, a setup that's probably been designed around. <laughs> Maybe. But, it, I mean, it's not. it doesn't seem like this big game. And if Steam ever wants to update for you, Steam you'll get never, to see it. This happens every now and then. Um, but I, I think it is an awesome, awesome idea. And I wish this would be... I wish this was more of a thing where people are like, yeah, we're going to... I know demo discs are a thing of the past and like oh, yeah. that was kind of what this is a portal to see trailers and demos yeah, for yeah, things yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I wish people wanted to spend that kind of money be like let's do something weird and let's yeah. give people a game that is a demo that is marketing for our game right I mean I, I, if Steam ever opens up I'll yeah you'll see it. it sometime I'll download it and install it but you know we may not get to do that tonight stupid Steam um, and I was trying to think of other ways that games have been marketed that haven't just been like here's a trailer here's hype a lot of companies in like early 2010s were doing like the AR marketing thing. Okay. So, you know, go here, scan this, pops up. Here's something. a rubber duck on your 3DS or something. Yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. Because um, I know Silent Hill did it with the PSP game. Okay. Um, there was a big one for. Shit, what was that game? There's so many. It was one of those 3DS games where it was had used the cards, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about? And they were passing out different ones to different GameStops at the time. Oh, interesting. And you had to hit, like, different GameStops to be able to get all the, the pieces cards. of the puzzle. And then you had to go online to websites. It was nuts. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, but that that had me thinking. I'm like, I wish I, I want games to be marketed in a better or more exciting way because – Another, another commentary they were talking about is like, listen, what these companies do and you don't fucking realize it is they they hype you up for two years and you're you like the hype more than you like the game. You yeah. spend two years hyping yourself up and then when you get the game, you play it once and you're like, all right, I'm fucking done with it. I'm glad that two year wait was six hours of my mm, life, right? Yeah. Cool. So and then they're like, oh, you know, instead of that, we're gonna give you a fucking game that you can play right now to give yourself hype to, to look at what we're working on. Yeah, and it, I it, I thought it was majorly cool um another the the burger king games came to mind when they were like marketing burger king through video games with yeah well mcdonald's did it first mcdonald's did it first yeah well they nintendo did. Ooh, did they have a mcdonald's, McDonald's name land. Mm, i don't remember that oh man it's a great game. was it a disney world type game as mcdonald's no. dude <sighs> what you missed out on one of the best like nes titles ever mcdonald's land yeah i'm pretty sure i've heard a lot about nes titles that are really good mcdonald's land is not one of them the mcdonald's game of. on nes I, I, I don't think mcdonald's land is the right name it, it's something else <laughs> but dude it was awesome it was hard too well all nes games are hard i don't care what anyone says 
They're all fucking difficult. You will die a lot of them, and then you have to restart and go over and over and over again with those. Oh, MC Kids. That's what MC it was. MC Kids. Yeah. Never heard of it. Oh, man. This game's great. Never even seen that cartridge. Oh, it looks like a Mario 2 ripoff. It's totally a Mario ripoff. But it's so good. It's so good. So good. Dude, it was awesome. What does this come with? Happy Meals or something? No. You had to buy it. It was you a full actually on buy game. It? Oh. Yeah, it was a full on game. Yeah, we're putting a McDonald's. That was when people were just like, fuck it. We can make games for cheap. Put it out. <laughs> Steam's there. I think you might just have to close Steam. I can't. You can't close, You can't right click close that bitch? Let's try this again. Yeah, you lied to me. I didn't lie to you. Um, I was trying to stall so we could hopefully pull that up so you could look at it while we were talking about it. But uh, Now Steam's not going to do anything. Steam is just like, Steam hates me. you, dude. You got to update your drivers, dog. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know. That's what everyone tells me all the know, time. You know, three months ago, you never would have known what that icon was. <laughs> that's not true. I have to update drivers on my laptop because it's technically a gaming laptop that isn't great at gaming. That's, that's not what I want. Um, I guess I'll just move on to Far Cry then. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if I can get Steam figured mm-hmm. out. Uh, just like we talked about on this show last week, we had anticipated that the Far Cry 6 rumors involving uh, Giancarlo, what's his last Esposito. name? Esposito. Um, that he was the villain in that game came true almost immediately because oh, yeah. the, the trailer leaks. Um, well, the, 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 the listing on PlayStation Store leaked first. Yeah, for Far Cry 6. For Far Cry 6, and it had him and the, the kid mm-hmm. standing there like the cover art. Right. So the, the, that leaked almost immediately, and then Ubisoft confirmed it with like a short little teaser showing him, and then showing the title of the game, and they said, we'll see you on this day, which was the Ubisoft Forward event. And then when you get there, the day before, the actual trailer leaked in French, which I watched, and then- uh, In French? Yeah, I watched it in French. And then um, that was just the trailer for the uh the Sings, and that, that was it. What'd you think of that? I think, so, he was talking about um, like a month or so ago about how he's working on this new gaming project with this whole new style of acting and everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, it looks really good. It looks awesome. Don't get me wrong. But the mouths don't move like I would expect them to. You know okay, what I mean? Sure. It's like it almost feels like they're too rigid in their animation. It's uncanny valley, right? It's something that looks real that shouldn't be real. Yeah. And your brain can't like differ the two. I, I can't like wrap my head around like everything else is like smooth the the walking animations the the um when he hands the kid the grenade mm-hmm. and everything of course I'm like, this is all pre-rendered cutscene this, i'm like yeah well yeah it's all pre-rendered there's no if ands or buts about it but even still it looks really good but then then they like focus on his face and he's talking and i'm like man just something just does not look right here for as good as this is, looks mm-hmm. something is off and it's it's definitely about the way the mouth and everything moves. Maybe Giancarlo talks like in a roundabout way with his like a little Forrest Gumpy on it. I don't. I, I've heard the guy talk plenty of times. Then, um, Gus. The the thing is, is cinematic trailer. Yeah, the game's out in seven months. We should have got more. I think we should have gotten a lot more. And as being like the only thing we didn't know about, or I guess we technically did know about, but didn't not weren't supposed to know about going into this thing. I think that's kind of a big misstep that they didn't show off really anything other than right. give us a cinematic trailer to introduce you to the, look at all those Steam clients, uh, to introduce you to the villain in the game, set up um, basically how he thinks or give you an idea of what the villain does or handles himself, and then to have um, that end kind of on a cliffhanger. I, I wouldn't say that because it's supposed to get that he's, yeah, throwing around his power, get the kid to do things yeah. and do stuff like that. But then to not have any kind of gameplay, any not kind of have any other information to talk about on that. Right, you just went on the next thing, and then off screen they announced the collector's editions and yep. um, different ways to get the game. Well, that was very weird, um, and I I wish there would have been more to that because I think the big problem with Far Cry Five is how stale it is and how samey and repetitive, and it's got the Mafia 3 problem, where the gameplay is awesome, but the gameplay is awesome for three hours, but it's a 12-hour game. So you're doing the same thing that you were doing at the beginning game for the end of the game, too. So I, I think we definitely needed an update on that to see. Um, yeah, I bought a bunch of stuff, I don't know. Um, 
we needed to see some kind of update or get some clarity that just search devolver land because it's just a free game it probably won't show up there then tell me how to search my stuff i have no idea um so i, I think they should have done something in the way they're like all right look we, we we're, we're fixing look at all guys on the front page sorry i'm getting distracted by steam now um where we're updating the gameplay and this is how we're doing it and this is how um we're getting past the complaints of the fifth game um because mm-hmm. to just have a cinematic trailer really i think was a misstep yeah that's to, that's now i will say that they did say they're having another ubisoft forward conference later yeah. this year which i'm like okay why why split them up what's wrong with the other games you can't show them today because two games missing from the ubisoft forward god's hollow the hollow was there was it there yep okay they did a bunch on that um they did, did a bunch of, that 30 minute video that i already saw pretty much they did a lot of their storm in the castle yeah yeah um and then uh but gods and monsters was missing and then rainbow six quarantine was missing those games were both well gods and monsters was supposed to be out in february yeah and to not show that game off in july yeah of the same year that's that's kind of a problem right yeah a little small one i i would think like where the fuck's that game are they really retooling it that much now uh they I, they, they must be because if they're going to announce something that's coming out in February 2021 with a, just a cinematic trailer, when they had gameplay of Gods and Monsters before last year at E3, yeah. what's going on with this game? Maybe development stopped because of COVID. I don't think development stopped on anything because of COVID. I think everyone's just like, well, let's do it slower at home. Move it home. <laughs> um, another Ubisoft game that people need to be worried about, if you're excited for this at all, which I don't know how you could be, uh, Skull and Bones. Is getting That's re- still being made? Yeah, dude, it was supposed to come out in 2018, and it's kind of getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. Now it's apparently... I've completely forgotten about this game three times now. <laughs> now it's apparently being rebooted uh, to be a different kind of game. It's still going to be like your pirates and your ship battles and stuff like that, but now they're going the uh, live event type, type game um, uh, because of how successful Fortnite live events have been. They want to do stuff like that. Um, so I expect like you know sea monsters and things like that to appear through the game. Um, oh yeah, you're getting a uh, Devolver Land downloaded. Maybe we'll see that in a little bit. As long as we don't drop over here. Oh, yeah. God. oh, oh. I you, you were reading the I, FPS. I was <laughs> reading that backwards. I was like, oh shit. Um, yeah. So I, I, I just think the Far Cry should have more. I agree. Um, they, they should have, like, I don't know. They definitely should have shown some, some kind of gameplay. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like you said, the game's coming out in seven months. Seven months. Usually you see gameplay like a year before the game comes out. If not, a year and a half, two years, right? Yeah. Something. Um, Anything. What do you think this new way of acting in video games he's talking about? Do you think that maybe John Carlo hasn't been exposed to like how Naughty Dog does their games and they're doing that similar? The motion before? cap thing? Yeah. No, I think, I think because motion cap is evolving at a very rapid pace. Right. I think he's talking about the new type of motion cap technology okay. that... Oh, they're drawing dots on my face. Uh. <laughs> well, I I haven't read a lot into it, mm-hmm. but motion cap evolves like every generation pretty much. Okay. Naughty Dog has their own mocap studio that they developed for themselves, so it's their own proprietary thing. It's not like you can just go out and rent a mocap suit and set it up and record like Naughty Dog does. No, Naughty Dog's got a very specific tailored one for them. They got all that Sony money. Most most studios have a motion cap studio centered around their type of animation style. Sure, okay. Because their animators want certain things and all this other stuff, yada, yada, yada. I think what he's talking about is Ubisoft came up with their own type of motion cap technology that may not require all the crazy suits and the the harnesses yeah Yeah. so i think that's probably what he was getting at is he can just walk around casually in an empty room kind of deal Mm -hmm. and and work that way but i like i said i haven't looked into it to understand what it is yet maybe it hasn't to do with unreal 5 maybe could be that too could be a lot of things i'm not i don't know how to make games i'm not going to pretend to so i just well i was like what what could it fucking be um, and the collector's edition of this game has a model flamethrower. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I wish I would have seen gameplay. There is one screenshot. Oh yeah? I've seen a screenshot. Fucking sweet. Do you think... 
And I, of course, I'm going to say yes to this. Do you think you can beat the game by sitting still at the beginning scene? I don't think so. You think Not they're going to get rid of that? The last yeah. two games have had it. The last two I, I think, games. I think, and this is just based on the story he's telling through the beginning of the trailer mm-hmm. about how, you know, we are here to control the people. Without control, there's chaos. And it's, you know, it's a, it's a connection between him and his son, right? I guess so, yeah. I don't think that you're given the option to just sit idly by in this one because I'm, ha- I'm guessing that you're on the chaos end of this. Like a liberator. Yeah. yeah. Because there was heavy focus on him and the people in the streets trying to, you know, liberate what yeah. was it, Brazil? It's a, it's an island city. based off of Cuba. Yeah. So somewhere in the Caribbean. Caribbean. Thank you. I couldn't, <laughs> the word literally escaped my brain. Sure. Um, so I don't think we get that option this time. Hmm. Which okay. is fine by me. I don't want to just sit still and beat the game in ten happens. minutes. No, and it's not. That's not the intended way to do it. And it's, I don't think that's ever the canon way to do it. No, but I think it's still a neat thing. Whereas, like, you it can, was neat the first time. It was fun to do it the second time. I don't need to do it. Or love time. if like the scene steps up, like your character is responsible for this group of other liberators. It's like, all right, you go in first, and you make sure the guards aren't there, and you just don't do it, and your friends go in, and they all get shot, and the mission's over. You go home. I don't know. <laughs> That's just, I, I, different ways, different ways. I'm all about hidden ways to beat games or and get <laughs> or fake credits. Yeah. Um, but there was a lot of speculation when the stuff leaked on the PlayStation Store. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were like getting really into this. The kid. The kid. I don't buy it one single bit. It. I think it's just a a bad design choice on their part. The problem, so, and the reason I don't buy it is because this clearly takes place in like present day type situation. Yeah, and Far Cry Three happened years ago. What? How old is Far Cry Three now? Seven, 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 eight, eight, eight years, years old. Yeah. yeah, that game was set in current time period when it came out. Mm-hmm. Far Cry Five is set in current time when it came out. Right. Far Cry Four was set in current time periods when it came out. You, there's no way that Voss is that kid. No. And I, well, I think people thought that beforehand too, before it was leaked that it's a modern day game. Cause it yeah. was like, Oh, it's a prequel. That looks like Voss because of the scar on the eyebrow. Yeah. But if you actually play Far Cry three, which I booted it back up, Voss doesn't have that scar. The actor who plays Voss has a scar. Yeah. It's not in the game. It's not even on the box art. No. So I don't know where this came from. People are, people. Well, the high res images show him with the scar. Right. Because they're taken from the actor. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't I, I get it, and I get that people want to be excited because Voss was cool, but Voss isn't even the main villain of that game. Nope. <laughs> but he's just, but he is cool, I guess. If you like psychopaths, if you like insanity, yeah. If you like insanity, I'm fucking having to hear that fucking the best top ten speeches in video games. You know the definition of insanity? Oh, it's one and three. Whoa, weird. Yeah. <sighs> fucking lists. Um, <laughs> something I want to bring up, and I want to jump into a topic with this one. Uh, they announced with uh, Watch Dogs Legion. That's yeah. coming out October 29th, which we're going to find one of these weekends here that is going to be whatever third-party games coming out that weekend is going to be a launch game for these big next-gen consoles. Oh, yeah. And we'll see. Uh, hopefully, we'll know sooner or later. Um, but Watch Dogs Legion, you're able to free upgrade. Um, ooh. It was 7.2 gig. Oh, my bad. Um, you're able to upgrade for free from the Xbox One version to Xbox Series X using smart delivery and on the PlayStation 4 to the PlayStation 5, depending... On the version that you buy. Right. So if you buy the physical version, you can only get the physical version for... Or you can only get the copy for free on the physical version of the PlayStation 5 because you have to have the disc present in the Mm -hmm. disc drive to register basically like a key. Yeah. The digital one's fine. You buy the digital version of it, you get on the digital PlayStation 5, you get it like that for free. Yeah. Now that which I mean is still fine. You're still getting the upgrade. Yeah, you're you're getting the thing and you're not paying anymore for it. It's just based Dumb. on how you want to play your games in the future. Now that had me brainstorm a little bit, and I'm wondering, and you know, I, I don't know if we've talked about this directly, but I'll I'll pose it to you. Do we get to a point where physical and digital games are packaged together like DVDs are? No. Is there any argument to make for that? I don't probably not. Okay. Because when you think about a DVD. The cost, about it. the cost of a DVD is next to nothing now. Right. Why? Because hardly anybody is using DVDs. No one's buying them. The only people that are using DVDs, and I can attest to this because I'm using DVDs, are people with kids in a car on road trips. Sure, yeah. <laughs> what a niche audience. <laughs> right? 
Nobody is buying DVDs now. Everybody's buying Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. They just throw the DVD in free because when you buy a brand new Blu-ray, the week it comes out, you're paying 20 bucks. You're getting a digital copy, you're getting a Blu-ray copy, and you're getting the DVD. Right. And now you got 4K, you pay 30 bucks, you get all four versions. Right. Blu-ray, 4K Blu-ray, DVD, and digital. Right. Right? And you're only really paying just, for the digital. You're really only <laughs> paying for the digital version. Right. Because the DVD copy costs next to nothing to print. Mm-hmm. The Blu-ray copy is getting cheaper and cheaper to print. The 4K version is the digital version. Right. So my question is, what's the production cost difference between producing a DVD and producing a video game? Well, producing a movie, you get your revenue back on movie sales. Okay. DVD and Blu-ray sales, that's just extra money in your pocket. That's when they start paying the actors. So if I if we put out if if Sony's like all right hey if you want to have if you want to be future proof on this you pay ninety bucks we'll give you a disc copy of the game and you get a digital code for it. That's I, what I you don't get. see it happening. I really just don't see it happening. But are we close to doing anything like that? Do you think? I don't think so. <laughs> like, I I I understand why you're why why you're going down this rabbit hole. Yeah, because right? another point I'm going to make here in a second. Um, but. David Reese says, no, the company would lose a lot of money unless they make it where you have to have the CD with that code to play it. So that was my next point. The original Xbox One's whole thing was if you have the disc, you put it in, that's your copy of the game. That's your license for the game. Yeah, you don't need the disc after that. It's just a a digital game on your library. You can play it, whatever. It just has to be connected to the internet. That's fine. So what if there's a situation where that is where we are and you have... You get your digital copy of the game because you have the disc, and if you're online, you can just play it. If you're offline, you just put the disc in, and there you go. Are people really that? Are people? I mean, I know I get that reselling video games is a hot button thing, and video games are more expensive, and people like to be able to resell games and share it with their especially friends. now that the price is going up. Right, but if we're Maybe. if we're coming up on this digital age, and I'll throw this stat out there: Capcom's reporting that eighty percent of their game sales are all digital right now. Yeah, that's huge. Uh, are we getting closer to this digital future? I think the next Future's console future? generation is going to be more of a digital future, a digital generation. Right. I think they are going in that direction that they're going to, A, PlayStation's offering a digital-only edition of the PS5. I guarantee Xbox at some point announces a digital version of the Xbox Series X. Well, I think that's what their smaller model is. Maybe, but it's hard to say because if it's smaller, it could also have less power. So it's hard, it's hard to chalk that up until we know what that console is. So I have another question since you said that. Do, do gamers really care about the power? Do they, I don't. Right. Do they care about the power or do they care what games they're playing? I care that I'm able to play my game and it plays on the console of my choice. Mm-hmm. Whether it's PC, Switch, PlayStation, Xbox, whatever. I am not a graphics person. Yeah, graphics are great and they look pretty awesome. Fantastic. But like I've said a hundred times before, I want good gameplay and good controls. All right. That's what I want to have fun with my game. It game doesn't have game? to look awesome. I played Goldeneye. That game looks like ass. Would you play Goldeneye when it was when everything looked like ass or now? I'd still play it now. You would? I absolutely would play it now. Mm. It's one of my favorite games, dude. One of your favorite games, he says. Uh, yeah, I'm not much on... I, I mean, I like having the stuff that's up to par, but I don't... I mean, I still play, I still play 2D games. I play Minecraft, which is not a pretty game. Well, it's a great game. It's a great game, but it's not... It wasn't... I, I can't say it wasn't the look that made it what it is sure, because right? it's kind of kind of created a whole offset of like oh we don't need to have good graphics to have a game people right, buy right but then I've also played you know side scrolling narrative games like Coma Two Doki Doki Literature Club those kind of things where mm-hmm. it's just hand drawn art on the screen that just happens to look really good, but it's got a really good narrative or really good story or really good, you know, mechanics behind it to make the game work. The pictures and the graphics are just there to make it, to sell it. <laughs> so that, I they're just see something. <laughs> yeah, th- exactly. They're just there so you have something to look at. Mm-hmm. Same thing on PlayStation 6 is all digital. Then. 6 and whatever Xbox calls their... The triple Because they just can't decide on... a. I think they're going with their Xbox something X, Xbox something S for a while. However long now, I guess. I don't know. Um, Dumb. We're going to get through all of our topics relatively quick tonight. Are we? Yeah. It's only quarter after 10. I understand. You might get to play Last of Us for a good bit today. Holy crap. Yeah. 
Um, let's move on. Well, I'm not moving on quite yet off of Ubisoft. I mentioned earlier Ubisoft having another forward coming later this year. Yeah, did they give a date or timeline? Not that I saw. I would say it's probably just before the launch of the new consoles. So probably like September, October. Does that mean all those games are 2021? No. But a good bit of them. Probably all. <laughs> I'm going to think all of them. So I've already thrown out a few. Um, Gods and Monsters and uh, Rainbow Six Quarantine got to be there right yeah unless those are canned somewhere somehow i don't think they're canned because i keep seeing things about gods and monsters Mm. well see you keep bringing it up yeah Reddit keeps bringing it up (laughs) gods and monsters actually leaked on stadia yeah did you see that the whole the game you could just play it yeah i heard it i I didn't see it but i heard about it i mean it's unfinished but it's out there or it was out there um of course to see more far cry 6 which is a 2021 game yeah which we'll actually have to See it's whatever like, the fuck February, is. isn't it? February 18th? Yeah. Um, Beyond Good and Evil 2? Maybe. Maybe. Is, should we be saying maybe about Beyond, Beyond Good and Evil what, 2 at I, this point? You know what? I think Beyond Good and Evil 2 is the new Last Guardian. I think so, too. I think it's going to take literally six to seven years to get that game on on consoles. Did we see it for Last Guardian? Did we see it multiple times before it actually came out and or went away and came out? Or was it like the one year it's there and then it'll go away forever and then it came back? No, it, it, it came and went multiple times. Okay. Like it came on PS3 after Shadow of the Colossus came out. They're mm-hmm. like, look, we're working on this really ambitious title. We got, a dog bird. We got this dog bird yeah. thing. Um, they showed it. They showed it again. It disappeared for a few while. Then they came back and like, whoa, we're still working on this. Don't forget about it. You haven't us. forgot about our weird dirt bird dog thing, right? Yeah. And then it went d- disappeared again. And it came back again at the press conference for the PS3, the year it came out, 2013. PS3? No, sorry, the PS4. The PS4 came out. Oh, it was at that conference? Yeah. I, I it, thought it, it came was back on that. It came, it, that was when it came back again. Okay. The year the PlayStation 4 came out. Mm-hmm. And then it came out as announced to be released the year after. I don't remember it that many times. Oh, dude, I'll it take was, your word for it. It was bad because I followed it so much. Sure. Because I was super excited for it. So with Beyond Good Even 2, Beyond Good Even 2 definitely announced way too early. Oh, yeah. Is this a, de- oh, yeah. if it's a development hell situation? Do we see this game within... Let's say... I'll, I'll throw this out. Do we see this game in 2021 or do uh-huh. we see it in 2022, 2023, 2022 thing it was releasing? No, I think three. Three? I think three's when we see I this I think game. that's totally fine to say, but that would put us at, what, a seven-year announced to release? Well, Last Guardian was eight. I guess. From announcement to actual... Cyberpunk's about to be eight. Yeah. yeah. So from actual first out. time on stage to actual in consoles, it was eight years for Last Guardian. And the, Cyberpunk's going to be... if It's going to be damn close to eight. I, I Why would they have announced it so soon? So because early. so many people have been asking for it. Sure. But again, what did I say about Skate? You can't give the people that kind of power, especially with Skate's not as ambitious as Beyond Good and Evil 2. Well, they'd already talked, they, they talked several times before people demanded Beyond Good and Evil 2 that they were going to do Beyond Good and Evil 2. Sure. And I guess they're finally just like, people are getting mad. But let's is just, it, Let's just make this trailer. Do you, yeah. But do you, I don't even, did they have a trailer the first? I guess they had to. Yeah, yeah, they had that cinematic trailer. But even then, that first announcement was just like, all right, well, we're opening up the website so you can submit, so you can see the process. Yeah. And then they're just like radio silent for, for like another time. year or something. And they're like, all right, we're opening up a website so you can submit your art to it. So uh, You George, can maybe Joseph possibly Gordon, be in the game. Joseph gordon let him come out and tell you about how his social media site is <laughs> taking your art and using it for things and not paying you for it. That kind of shit. Yeah, pretty much. And, and now, we didn't need that game that early it it had to have been a money thing it had to have been a money thing it it was something right or it's the same thing that cyberpunk did when they put out their first trailer they're like all right well we're working on what we're doing is this is our next game we're hiring people for it if you want to come work on a cyberpunk type game hit us up come over here come to poland and (laughs) come to yeah but move to poland to just uh, uproot your whole life for eight years and go live in this foreign country how does that sound um that Germany once tried to overthrow. What is the perfect window for a video game announcement to release? So if I if I had it my way, you right, got it your way. This is uh, if, Burger King. Is that their slogan? Yeah, have it your way. Okay, that's the Burger King thing. Although I think it's changed from that since Flame Grilled. Flame, I think it's Flame <laughs> Broiled goodness or some shit. Anyway, so have it my way. Two years, 
Two years. You announce it. Okay. All right, with a cinematic trailer. The following year, you give the gameplay trailer and release date. Okay. And then leading up after that, you get like new information every couple of months or every few months. Hmm. That That's me personally. Like, so, I, okay. I hate... I hate being circle jerked. I hate it. Well, good thing you're in the video game industry. <laughs> right? Because that's exactly what happened to you. I hate it. And I'll tell you why. I waited so fucking long for Ocarina of Time to come out. I, so long. I remember those years. I do. <laughs> I was 12 <laughs> yeah, when I was... that game came out. <laughs> you are um, not. No, I was definitely not. I think it was like seven. Five. Yeah, seven. seven or something like that. Um, I, for me, I think it's one year. Really? I think one year is the sweet spot. So it's like, because hype dies down. Hype dies down, which is why I said two years. And I think with two years, I think you still run into the situation where it's like, all right, your game's out here. To get to out there, 85 games are coming out first that I'm interested in, right? So yeah. I have all this shit, and then eventually like, oh, yeah, I forgot. That one game that was announced two years ago is coming out next week. Let me go get on that. But I think with one year, even if you look at like six months like the Fallout 4 did, where they're like, here's the game. Here's your it's gameplay. Coming out. Here's the promotional trailer we're showing. Here's all the cool stuff you can do with it. And here's like a big 30 minute reveal. Uh, and it's out in six months. Or if you do a whole year, it's like, here's your first announcement. Here's your, a couple months later, here's your gameplay. Here's our big trade show event. Here's our developer interviews and other things coming out. Oh, and then yeah, November comes around and here's your game. Just like fucking, um, I'm not gonna, I have no example for one year. I have all of my examples for six months. <laughs> Uh, well, like Resident Evil 2 was. Uh, Sekiro. Sekiro. It was announced 2018. or Yeah, 2018 came 2018. out 2019. Yeah. yeah. But like Resident Evil 2, we saw it at E3, and then we saw it again in April. Or March, or whatever it was. Yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. That was almost a full year. So I, I think that's a good bit, where it's like, oh, fucking sweet. Look at that trailer of Resident Evil 2. That, it looks fucking awesome, and I'm really oh, intrigued man. on it. And then... It goes away for a little bit, but then oh, it comes back. I, and it I goes away through that. And it comes back. Right. Yeah. It's just a fucking great game. And I only had to wait a year to, for that fucking thing to come out. Not yeah. like with this. Well, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna teach you about this for eight years. Right. I don't need to be edged all but the I way think that's, And I think that's a lot of what happened with like games like The Last Guardian. They're not too soon. They like, just announced, they announced it. They stopped working on it. They brought it back. They stopped working on it. They brought it back. They stopped working on it. And then they're like, oh, you just fuck it. Push it to PlayStation 4. And it finally comes out, and everybody that originally was interested in it was like, okay. They didn't have that hype factor that they had originally had. Yeah, well, you lose the hype, guess what else you lose? The money. The money. And when you're not making the money, it's kind of hard to keep pushing a game along where yeah. basically you can look at a game that's already like two years in development and cancel it, no problem. Yeah. Especially if it's a new IP. Because you can be like, oh, new IPs are risky. Fuck that new IP. We're going to go make something. We're going to make Shadow of the Colossus 2, and it's going to suck, but it's going to sell like a motherfucker because of Shadow of the Colossus. Because Shadow of the Colossus. Right. So that, that, that's where Although we Although I guarantee that game would sell like shit. It would, it would sell amazing. It would sell so much. But you know why they won't do it? Because they have a little bit of integrity over there. Yeah. A little bit. Well, are they even working on anything? I have no idea. I don't even think they exist Team anymore, Japan, do they? I don't know. I have no idea, honestly. I couldn't. Maybe after Last Guardian, they're like, all right, we probably should have canned that one when we had yeah, the chance. Yeah, probably. When no one was looking, we should have definitely got rid of that one. Yeah. But even, I mean, the sequels aren't guaranteed. Look at where we are with Dead Island 2. Dead Island 2. That shit show of a That game that's changed hands so many times. Yeah, I wonder if they're keeping their celebrity voice actors in that game. Because Jack Black's supposed to be in that game. Jack so. Black and um, Aaron Paul. I forgot who the girl was. Or the girls. I, I can't remember. think of who they were either. Anyway. Yeah, Jack Black and Aaron Paul were supposed to be like big names in that game. Okay. I will throw out one more question before we get to this unboxing. Sure. Speaking of new IPs and sequels. Ubisoft... Basically only has sequels. Gods and Monsters is a new IP. Gods right? and Monsters is a new IP. But we're on Assassin's Creed 12. Oh my god, 12? 12. Jesus. Watch Dogs 3. I mean, that doesn't seem so bad, but we're, I mean, it's getting there. Um, what else we got? Far Cry 6. I, I honestly think that this is the last Watch Dogs. I really do. I really do. We just talked about how much money these fucking games make. I don't think this game's going to make money. You don't think so? I don't think so. I watched that trailer. It did not look fun. It does, the game doesn't interest me anyway. And, the, I, and I, I loved the first Watch Dogs, and I really loved the second Watch Dogs. Sure. I don't think this game, Watch Dogs Legion, is going to do what they think it's going to do. Um, 
Yeah, no, I, I, I don't think it's going to be a commercial success. I think people might find it like, oh, it's, it's cool. Like it might sit at like a seventy-five on Metacritic or something, but I don't think it's going to be a blow. So, really? Yeah. Oh, dude, some of these games get a fucking seven just for being a comparable game. <laughs> I think seven's an easy thing to predict. Um, but then, but like, again, we're on Far Cry Six. Do you know five Far Cry games have come out since the last Splinter Cell game? Technically seven. Technically seven. New Dawn and Primal. No, I'm counting those. Oh, you're kidding me? Far Cry 1 and 2. I guess Far Cry yeah. 1 and 2 came out years ago. Right. Can you believe that? Five. Fucking five. Yeah, but it's not... Okay, so it took a long time between Far Cry 1 to get Far Cry 2. And it took even longer to get from Far Cry 2 to get Far Cry 3. Yeah, but after that, you were given Blood Dragon boom, 4. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, Primal, that. 5, New Dawn. Yeah. I, Ubisoft likes to crank it out. So is Ubisoft's... Are we in a situation where video games are what they are now and we're less likely to see more new IPs and see in uh, – it's not – I don't want to say that we're out of ideas like what Hollywood's going through or anything like I, that. I think I mean, it's dependent on the developer. Sure. I'm talking AAA games because I know indie games are all out there in all kinds of different well, facets. And that's why I said I think it depends on developer because EA crank out new IPs left and right and everybody just – Eats it up. Yeah, but interesting you say EA because they have annualized sports games. That they, they have annualized sports on. games, but that's like that. That's a whole separate thing handled by the same groups every time. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? But I. But but okay. Go then it. you have a studio like Bioware mm-hmm. who did Anthem, took a risk, and look what happened. Yeah. So are we in the position where EA is going to be like, all right, uh, Bioware, guess what? You're going back to your Dragon Age and your Mass Effect. Don't you dare think of another new IP. But they've also got Respawn, which did Apex. They did Apex, sure. And Titanfall. But here's the thing. Apex was just Titanfall 3. Apex was just Titanfall 3 without Titans. Well, yeah. They they were like, well, let's just make a Battle Royale thing out of this fucking game we already have being made. Um, But also, I mean, and to be fair to Respawn, they did Jedi Fallen Order, which is a new IP, but it's also a franchise that I mean, it's, it's, it's an existing franchise, but yeah. it's a new IP of an existing franchise, and it worked. Yeah, they, they took they took the Dark Souls. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's Star Souls. The, well, <laughs> you want to break it down to brass tacks, right? But I don't think that counts as a new IP because if you put Star Wars on the label, it's going to sell. sell, right? You're going to make the money, just so, like Maverick's going to sell, even though it's just a racing game. It's only a forty yard game too. Yeah, um, but so it's that's another situation where it's like, all right, well, we we don't have a lot of risk here because it's a fucking Star Wars game. Even people hated. Battlefront 2. Yeah. Hated Battlefront 2. And that game sold 9 million copies. Star Wars, man. I'm telling you. Um, so are we at a lack of new IPs? Are we... Because, I mean, look, okay, I think the only person that's doing... Maybe not even them. Because, um, like, look at Xbox. We got... We're, we're Halo, we're Gears, we're Forza, right? PlayStation, right. we're God of War, we're now we're Horizon. And Spider-Man. And Spider-Man now. And again, Spider-Man is not... I don't count Spider-Man's new IP because you put Spider-Man no. on it, it's going to spell. Horizon was new IP, 2017, right? It did really, really did well. did really well. Uh, Nintendo's like, oh, we got the Mario games, we got our Zelda games. And not all those games are, are alike in a lot of ways. And you can look at Mario Odyssey, and that's a lot different than... Um, I Super, can't. I don't consider Mario, Mario... New Mario games a new IP. It's still the same franchise. It's still the same right. exact characters every single time. Yeah, I'm not saying that it is. I'm, the, the point is... We're resting on so many laurels that we already have. Oh, yeah. And no one is doing... I mean, people are. But right now, we're in a situation where I'm kind of worried about Gods and Monsters, a game that was supposed to come out in February that we just went through a press conference up and didn't see. So I think the problem is, and this is just my opinion, I think people want familiarity when they know they're investing their money into it. I guess $60 is a big price point to be like... And especially, if, and especially if they do actually go up to seventy dollars, right? Because there's no actual confirmation. Yeah, one NBA, studio is the only one that's done it it's so only far. NBA so far, everyone seems to be like, ooh. And <laughs> and Microsoft put a hard stop. They're like, look, you can't charge more, right? So Microsoft's putting their foot down on that, right? But there is a loophole, and that's the loophole that 2K is operating yeah, on. Bastards, fucking pricks. <laughs> um, but anyway. I think it's just easier for people to invest $60 in something that they're familiar with than it is to invest $60 in something that looks really cool, but, but you have terrible. no point of reference for it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, we all know Need for Speed. It's a racing game. It's safe. Right? Safe. Forza. It's a racing game. It's safe. Yep. Right? Call of Duty. It's a first-person shooter. It's safe. Yep. Doom. While Doom was a reboot... 
It was still a first-person shooter. It was safe. People knew what they were getting. Yeah, you knew exactly what you were getting. Now, Doom did go through the whole, I don't think it's going to be that great. Are they really going to be able to do what they did 20 years ago kind of Mm -hmm. thing? And let me tell you, they fucking pulled it off. Yeah, they did a good job. They did a great job rebooting Doom. Um, Then you got, of course, like games like Resident Evil, where you've got your survival horror games. People are familiar with it. It's safe. It's easy. If somebody else came out with a new survival horror game, it's going to be under the scrutiny of everybody. Evil right? Within. Evil Within. Yeah. yeah. They've only made two games so far. And I think uh, they're moving on because <laughs> Ghostwire Tokyo is taking that place now. Ghostwire Tokyo, which looks really cool. The it's, gameplay does not look cool. I think it looks cool. Okay. I think it looks really cool. I'm super stoked about this game. No, like, I'm stoked about it too. Like, even the gameplay trailer, I'm still super stoked for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I'm a person who's going to look for a survival horror game, am I likely to pick up Resident Evil 3 uh, or Ghostwire Tokyo? Me? I'm going to go Ghostwire Tokyo. Yeah, but I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about a person that's like, I'm, I have Somebody, $60 to buy one game, and I uh, like I want to play it horror. safe. Oh, I know Resident Evil. What the hell is Ghostwire Tokyo? I'm going to go yeah. with Resident Evil, yeah. right? So that, I think that's why... Well, like I said, it's easier to invest in something that you feel safe about right than it is to risk for reward yeah now again we're two very different categories of gamer (laughs) we we tend to fall into things Mm -hmm. you know and plus we have to know what's going on with some of these titles so we can talk about fucking everything we gotta play it all um so for me personally i will play just about any survival horror game out there sure because i like i like to see what everybody's doing differently okay so i will risk my 60 dollars for that reward to for see what the reward. difference in approach to survival horror is um that's why i was super excited about uh resident evil 7 mm-hmm. why i can't wait to see more about resident evil 8 and where that's going or village as they're calling it and actually calling it Resident Evil 8. It's, it's, it's Resident Evil yeah, 8, but they're just calling it I'm going to call it 8. I'm going to call it Resident Evil 8 Fuck as well. Fuck Capcom. I'm buying the game and call it what I want. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, but then you have Ghostwire Tokyo. And I'm like, okay, that looks really, really cool to me. But it doesn't look like survival horror to me. But they're classifying it as survival horror. Right. I think that's... Uh, at the end of the day, that's what it's going to be. I think that's yeah. Where... Now it does have the horror elements with the paranormal and the shit in the sky and all sure. that stuff. It looks really cool, but I'm going to feel a lot better about my sixty dollars when I buy Resident Evil Eight than when I risk it I'm on Ghostwire Tokyo. Sure. And I think that's I, ultimately, I think that's what prevents people from going after new ideas. So is that is that line of thinking what is scaring off creative? directors and I think executives so. from making I, I think so. I think they're like, look, we could do one new IP a year and that's a it. A year? Some of them are like some one of them new don't IP even do it. like uh some don't do a new IP for yeah, cycle, right? Yeah. And I think that sucks. I do too I because man, back in the early days of gaming, <laughs> there's always new shit all the like time PS2, PS3, the PS2 especially. The PS2 especially because the PS2 has a massive catalog of games. Yeah, and they're just weird. It's also the most it's also the most sold console in history. Right. So, you know, it just, it, it is what it is, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, didn't have a whole lot of competition either. The Dreamcast tanked. Dreamcast sucked. I don't care what I like the Dreamcast. I don't care what anyone says. I don't care what you say. All right. Sonic Adventure 2 is great. That is not, wow. That is a, <laughs> that is a brave statement and not a good one. And I, I don't actually agrees, believe that. It, Sonic good. Adventure is a great game. If anyone Sonic Adventure that, 2 I, is I not a, a good game. I want a detailed email on actually why you like either of those games because they're both not good. And I'll stand by that. I like Sonic Adventure. Oh, I did not like Sonic Adventure. I like 2. running away from a whale. I like running downhill from a bus. Blah, blah, blah. It's just Sonic, dude. Chill the fuck out. <sighs> those are not good games. I beg to differ. I don't think anyway, Sonic had a good game. Um, okay, so anyway. now I'm out of topics and we are early on when we're supposed to end, which is good because you're going to get more game time play. So. We're going to grab that big ass box. Do you want to do this for the podcast or just for the stream? Because this is an audio podcast. I'm not going to be able to see anything. I guess we could just turn, we could stop recording this and just do it for the stream. Just do it for the stream. And then just upload the clip. Oh, yeah. Somewhere. I guess we could clip it and just like, hey, this is the statue. Where's Nerd? Yeah, whatever. Terrible she'll, she'll be here when it's done. She'll be here when you're All done, right, when so, you're putting it back in the box. Yeah, so, for the podcast listeners, we're wrapping up. We're going to be uh, unboxing on stream the Cyberpunk 2077 collector's edition statue that we have early. Yeah. And it is very, very cool. So, if you want to see that, check out the video. 
marker one hour and three minutes. Yeah, go to the Twitch page. <laughs> there will be a video somewhere. Or we'll clip it and put it on Twitch. Somebody will take care of it. Say goodnight to the kids, Gage. Goodnight, kids. <laughs>